All right. The Recovery Revolution will be podcast on the Since Right Now Addiction Recovery Network. <laughs> Welcome to the Since Right Now Addiction Recovery Podcast, the podcast of clean and sober, K-L-E-N and S-O-B-R, and SinceRightNow.com. With your hosts in recovery, Jeff, Matt, Woo. and Chris. What? Yep. So, second round. Come on, one more time. Do you have a third in you? Standing up. Anyone give it? A pre-standing O? They're all standing. started. Oh, yeah. We know. Never get the seated O. <laughs> I guess a lot of O's are seated, right? The seated O. Yeah. yeah. They're all basically seated. That's just a regular O. Oh, right. Oh. I hear Wait, what you're can saying. You have yeah. an o- isn't part of an ovation Do you have to be standing? I don't know. No. No. It's a good question. For our next pod. Um. <laughs> what mean? What is clapping? <laughs> Speaking of those Buddhist cones that you've thrown out, <laughs> Wait, was right. that a cone? What I is clapping? Oh, well, you're right. There you, you go. Nice segue. Thank Gosh, you. Jeff. Speaking of segues. Speaking of Buddhism. You ever ride one? B- Buddhism. 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 Which I found out tonight. It's not Buddhism. Only people that don't know what Buddhism is called Buddhism. Right. Only mouth-breathing Bud. morons. And narcs. Okay, so that's, <laughs> <laughs> that's how you can tell. Hey, you guys, I think he's a narc. He just said he's a Buddhist. First time in the temple? Okay, say it. (laughs) So there's a... a, Refuge recovery. Refuge recovery. Thank you, Chris, which I had not even heard of um, until my wife sent us the link today. And so I click on it, and it's a Buddhist take on... I don't know if it's the 12 steps or just on recovery, but I watched the video. Okay. Video was cool. Kind of had some clubby music at the beginning, and then I just kind of interviewed people. But I'm fascinated by it because they have meetings here in St. Louis. So I was like, should we check this out? And you, and you don't know if it's a 12-step take? I don't know. It's a mindfulness-based addiction recovery community that yeah. practices and utilizes Buddhist philosophy Buddhist. as the foundation of the recovery process. Okay. And so, Do you know anything about this? Has well, anyone heard of this besides... They had a fancy website. It looked yeah. Slick. I mean, they've been around. I mean, on my radar since I've been doing this. They're, I guess, big in LA as one would imagine. Yeah. Yes. Um, I think that's where it started. Okay. And uh, I don't know if they're the same thing or what what, what their relation to Dharma punks is. Oh. Ah, um, now that I am familiar with Dharma punks. You and, are, but yeah, and as a recovery I, thing. I. Generally, yeah. And, you know, I knew two people when I was in treatment in Newport Beach that were Buddhists, and they were in 12-step recovery Okay, and talked about how, you know, all these Christian, this Christian-based thing just wasn't going to work for them. Okay. Well, yeah. I think the biggest... Like, the first book yeah. for sale on the Dharma Punk site is the Refuge Recovery book by Noah Levine. Okay. Um, so I, I don't know. I mean, somehow they're intertwined, they're related and, uh, I mean, they've just been on my radar, but being the devout, uh, a pathiest I am, I don't give a shit about Buddhism either. Oh, I ain't give a fuck. That is a hard take. You'd go to the meeting. Which I believe the... You'd come to the meeting on a field trip with us. Oh yeah. 
Well, yeah, I guess so. I mean, Webster. Yeah, really. Yes. Look, it's a nice place to shop. I know, and a lovely place to raise a family. In fact, my children live there. But we're we're in Webster Groves, literally right in the heart, the belly of the beast. Yeah. Um, that's odd to me. And you wouldn't go. I would go. Are you kidding me? Okay. I think honestly, I think I might be. Come on. Yeah, I'll go. Of course, I'll go. Okay. I'll go to uh, if any of them are any listening. I apologize. Yeah. I think I might be more. I was going to say skeeved. <laughs> I, I can, I can, it's on the tip of your tongue. Skeeved out by going to a refuge recovery meeting than just a regular 12 step meeting. Really? Because it's just so Buddhist. Yeah. <laughs> Too many like symbol, finger symbols? There's just incense. I think the caliber of I was gonna say shit believed is a different level, and it's I don't know. I'm trying to. I guess I'm not trying very hard to be uh, what's diplomatic. Diplomatic. <clears throat> no, I think there's well, a little cachet. Like it's a little social currency yeah. to <clears throat> identify as a Buddhist. Yeah. In, I mean, let's be honest. Right. You know, in the world that we live in. Right. The circles we travel in, which are primarily middle and upper middle class, middle American. I'm going to say middle a lot. Okay. But you you run into, I I won't say preponderance, but you Mm -hmm. see most of the Buddhists I meet found it later in life. Yes. And see it. um, It's not something you discover about somebody. It's something that's offered up very early on in the conversations I've had with Buddhists. Yeah. Yes, yeah, they're very forthcoming. Yeah, well, it's kind of a, it's kind of a thing, and I yeah. believe me of all organized religions. So that's the one where I've always kind of thought to myself, yeah, yeah. I think I could get behind Buddhism. That. Yeah, of all yeah. of all of them, Buddhism is the one I could maybe. That's, yeah, maybe that's why I know people about it, but because but it's, it's not really kind of a cool thing, right? Yeah, it's just like I don't know what it is. Here's the thing: I have a problem with the uh, misogyny in Buddhism. In, well, it's not Buddhism. Oh. <laughs> Ouch. Oh, damn. Sorry, I had to get that out. Um, <laughs> Did you, that was a zinger. That was a zinger. Chris just fired wow. across the bow. Does anybody know what Buddhist But here's, here's what I think, what it, why I like, is. I think, it's funny, so when you think about the 12 steps and their, what the Christian part of it is, the surrender part, the clean up your life part, and the live up your life part. And then there's the one day at a time part. And I think, Buddhism is a heavy one day at a time. That's central to the Buddhism idea of presence, being living in the moment, being mm-hmm. mindful, uh, getting out of the past and the future to be right where you're at. Um, so I think I, I like that part. I mean, I think that's if that's where they're going with the refuge recovery. But I also think just the the it seemed like there's lots of. I can get behind the incense and the meditation mats and the Eastern symbols. It seems chill, right? It seems yeah. like, yeah. It seems like a very, and you know, you can yeah. tell how deeply informed we are yeah. about all the tenets of Buddhism. But, yeah. but it seems read, like... A, did you read Siddhartha? Have you ever read Siddhartha? I've read Siddhartha, yeah. Okay. yeah. It's, been, yeah it's been a while I, for me. I've studied a lot. You know, I have like a theology thing, you know, when I was in yeah. school and stuff. And yeah. I, I like that. Yeah. I, I uh, And, you know... It has a very let the game come to you kind of right. It's a very uh, yeah, that's good. That's and good moreover, we we've talked about this to no end. The fact that 
at the heart of 12-step based recovery, mm-hmm. the spiritual principles are universal. True. You're, you're not going to find a religion right. that isn't going to say that honesty and forthrightness yeah. and, um, you know, mm-hmm. giving of yourself and yeah, it, those are those Tenets aren't unique. Everything. Nobody has the patent on that. So, right. okay, yeah. All right, so that's what we'll do. We're going to go to one of these things. Uh yeah, I I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think you know we've we we'll talk explored. About so we'll let everyone know how we go. Well, we went. To, what was that one we went to? Smart. Yes, yeah, smart. Is yeah. that still around? Yeah, out in the. That's still like around the Civil War yes. battlefield, wasn't yeah. it? That yeah. wasn't the Civil War battlefield. Yeah, no, it's totally still around. So it's the find. only smart meeting in St. Louis, though. Okay. That Is that one way out? Yeah. Way out. For us, way out. For yeah. others, not. Um, and I guess it kind of, I don't know. I guess you go where the action is. And yeah. It's on the, uh, what, the military base. Yeah. yeah. Or something. <laughs> so. Did we ask for directions at a gas station or something? Yeah. yeah. It was hard to find. But we it was. It. We did. Um, and I'm glad we went. What was so, the uh, so who who do we have on tonight? What happened to our guest? Oh yeah, sorry. So um, we had scheduled Alicia Cook, who, though not herself in recovery, has become um, a formidable recovery champion. And uh, yeah, no, th- just uh, another scheduling challenge. Um, we ain't mad at you, Alicia. We'll reschedule and uh, have you on at a later date. We, like I think I recounted last time, we had like four or five people that needed to be rescheduled, and now we'll have five or six. Wow. And it's just the nature of this season has been kind of crazy that way. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's all good, though. So yeah. It is all good. We're so getting... since right now season five is kind of a rescheduling season. This is season three. <laughs> season three. By the way. Right. Oh, I mean, season it's been a three. while, but... I know time flies. We Jeff, we just but. keep keep getting picked up, and then I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> uh, we're out of stories, right? You know, <laughs> we're, we're like already at the great gazoo. We're gonna have to have like an imaginary fourth person that only <laughs> Jeff can see or something. We're gonna have to start to <laughs> livening up. Get That's out my funny. motorcycle. There's a shark out there somewhere. <laughs> yeah, exactly. oh With Jeff, God. Chris, Matt, and me. <laughs> oh my! Goodness. Have we jumped the shark, people? Um, but, go, but anyway, this uh, Alicia, because it just said details to come. Like, I know. Honestly, so I didn't know, like, so I read it today, like, oh, I don't know. So now, anyway, she, uh, how'd you meet her? When? Um, you know, it's... She she reached out. Um, I don't recall who reached out to whom. Okay. But um, just recovery circles are, they, they may be wide and yeah, yeah. spiraling off into, <clears throat> you know long tails, but, um, eventually you sort of bump into people and she's a fixture. She writes a lot for the Huff Poe. Okay. Um, and, uh, is just very vocal, uh, in other venues. I just, I've seen her around. So okay. I, I said, Hey, you got this a tale to tell from a different perspective and we're all about perspectives and, um, different perspectives. Let me have some more coffee. Yeah. Hopefully we, <laughs> we, we will reschedule her. I told Matt tonight I started reading Dreamland. Have either of you guys read that book? Dreamland. Dreamland. I have not. But it's about dreams. My interest. Okay. And it's so, and I'd heard about it several That's times on several interviews with lots of people in and around our space. And it, it was, <coughs> I think the guy's name Sam Canones who wrote it. I'm not sure. But it's literally the story of how... We became addicted to opiates. In Interesting. America. Like how this whole thing happened. This guy went back and followed all these stories. And so it's it's kind of a lot of different tales, but 
there's two main pillars to it. One of them is this pharmaceutical company called Purdue Pharma uh, decided that they had a drug called OxyContin. Right. Well, they had all kinds of opiates over the years. But ultimately, what they decided was that America should never live in pain. And yeah. over the last 20 years, they've been educating doctors, hospitals, and people to treat pain right. with heavy opiates. So that's hmm. one side of the coin. That's very selfless. Of very so- I know. Very nice. So hmm. there's there's been this deluge in the last 20 years of high-quality opiates, which I think we all know, right? We've had lots of people on that have sure. told us about that. I can't remember that guy who... <clears throat> took the patches and was eating them. Remember that guy? Yeah, Jason. Yeah, uh, yeah. that was like it's, oh, hardcore. What, and what was that stuff well, called? It was, it was fentanyl. Fentanyl. Fentanyl, was, which is Sucking that, on fentanyl patches. That's yeah. the big... Uh, that's the thing. That's, that's the killer right now. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. Synthetic. Yeah. And then um, the other side of it is the cartel, the Mexican cartel. In every town in Mexico, there's like this tradition, the ranchos, these little towns... That they all pick a thing to do. Some towns are good at blacksmith and leather. This town is good at drug dealing. And so all <laughs> these drug dealers from this little town of Mexico learned how to come to America, drive around in cars with heroin in their, in little balloons in their mouth, the sticky brown tar heroin, black tar heroin, mm. and deliver. And that's, they, they disrupted the current heroin industry because <clears throat> they brought it to you. Hmm. And between the people getting addicted to opiates, not being able to afford it, and heroin being delivered to their door. All of a sudden, you had this like crazy thing, but it's fascinating. It's just crazy. And you can like, and we see this all the time on this show. We hear about this stuff. It's like, and it's not. I don't know if it's being solved. It feels like the crisis is happening still, right? Well, yeah. Chris Christie's in charge now. Oh, uh, so Chris easy. Christie, the, the governor <laughs> of New Jersey, on yeah. the way. The former Softball governor, yeah, <laughs> playing <laughs> him Fitness and and somehow, <laughs> yeah. Chris Christie's? So, that so guy? I read, I read something like... Oh, my gosh. Ye- yesterday, that yeah. he was going to be app- appointed to oversee the, I guess, opioid crisis somehow. Wow. Wow. I feel by, better. I do. <laughs> you our, know what? I don't think we need to do this anymore, you guys. <laughs> Chris Christie's it's got it. It's over. We won. We won. <laughs> War on drugs. It's Not anymore. <laughs> I, I thought wow. that he was getting stiff-armed. I did like, too. I thought Trump kind well, of... but he got that sweet gig. Yeah, it's a, it's a plum gig. I mean, yeah, it's like a no no brainer. Wow, drugs are right. can't win later. But um, so that's who they put in charge of. But the, then I just read something today, like somehow Jared Kushner Could is also me. is also going to be involved in helping people figure it out. Which you know, mm-hmm. dude has just some things. Zero. No. 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 <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> now, now that we're, we're we've done our political episode, let's just call it like it is. He, he has no ex- business being in charge being of in no. charge of anything. No, he so. shouldn't be. He should be if he's even in the White House. It should be on a tour, <laughs> like a tour <laughs> wearing a lanyard. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh, so, do you think that uh, the opiate addiction because we we had talked to a lot of people who were hoping that this current administration would be they were kind of holding their breath crossing their fingers that they would still continue the policies or still pass legislation or whatever and i don't know if you're getting the sense that's not going to happen or is going to happen i can't imagine yeah. that they're going to do anything effectively at all yeah, i think no. everybody hoping for anything from this administration was really holding their welcome. breath and crossing their fingers yeah. and you know 
I think it was plenty obvious that didn't quite have a shit together. Well, the yeah, whole idea that they're not presenting a policy or a plan, yeah. but I bet it's good. Like yeah. that dream is over. You know, I mean, I, I don't think that in a vacuum mm-hmm. you can assume good things are going to happen. And Trump was never forthcoming about right. any sort of policy or right. approach toward drugs. Well, before the election, I I, I put up a few times um, links to and. I think I had the the infographic up on the site, but there was a site that had the the, the candidates' positions on everything. It helped to help you find the candidate that best fits you. Yeah, and something like Hillary Clinton had hundreds of words in her plan on how to combat the opioid epidemic mm-hmm. and addiction and recovery and prevention just a full on well conceived yeah laid out plan mm-hmm. for that specific issue right trump had like a video of him sitting at his desk <laughs> right little piece of taco hanging off his Spoodle. lip or yeah. something. no who knows <laughs> but he's sitting there at his desk just saying <laughs> We're going to, you know, yeah. whatever. Using all those catchwords, it's yep, going to be yep. tremendous. It's, it's going to be big. It's going to be huge. We're going to get it done. We're going to... Real bad. Yeah. We're going to help all these people with this horrible thing. Right. It's going to be good. And, and it, you know, it's like a one-minute video, and that was it. Yeah. And, you know, that's not a plan. And there's never been one since. Yeah. Um, but I bet it's going to be good. And, you know, who knows what... I have no no concept of Chris Christie or, you know, yeah. other than... It's being sort of big bumbling oaf. Yeah. Is um and then is I wonder if they're gonna crack down on pot. Well, that's what the AG is saying, right? But I don't know where that if that's a non starter or not. Yeah, I you know, because it's been profitable, maybe I not. don't know. Yeah. yeah. But I don't know. I'm I'm uh I've really not been paying any attention. I sort of got burned at all. That's yeah. good. At all. No, it's not. Oh, it's not. It is vigilance is what's called for. If it doesn't, don't you think that? I think I was I'm addicted back. though to reading stories about how bad the presidency was was going for Donald Trump and being happy, like my own personal Schadenfreude. Nice. Schadenfreude, yeah. Well, that but I don't. Good. I think you can get as like crazy mentally addicted to that shit as you can to anything else. Like, it, uh, yeah, you yeah, gotta, yeah. No. I'll tell you, I put my head in the sand for two weeks. Okay. You I just didn't did. read anything. And then I watched something last Sunday night. Yeah. And I was enraged. It was a recap <laughs> of everything. And just rage lasers like shoot. Yeah. But that's not good. No, no. I think you have to <laughs> rage just lasers. A nice, steady regimen okay. yeah. is is the way for me to handle it. Okay. Because if I if I try to deny its existence, right. then when I when I finally look yeah, it just yeah, blows your time. and I don't feel good about being no. right. If resentment is the number one killer of alcoholics, oh, what? Yeah. Who says that? The big book. It sounds like seventy-two pages of the big book, Chris. Like, come on, dude. Anger, well, resentment. Actually, it's alcohol, but <laughs> I mean, you know. But resentment. okay, it's alcohol. But the resentment is <laughs> number two. They're close. They're like neck and neck. <laughs> but how do you not have resentment? Like every time you, I completely resent. I know. Yeah. So what's it? What's it? What are people in recovery supposed to do with this current administration? That's what I'm. That's my question. People in recovery, what that should they do? Because well, every they, every piece of news you get, you're just like fuck. Yeah, but it's just easier to find things to be angry is about that what it now. Is? If you want, if you want resentment, you don't have to look as far. That's true. Okay. But it's there. I mean, I could, you know, and there are things that 
you can and do help. I mean, calling, writing representatives yeah. does helps. help. Okay. Um, okay. That sounds... Okay. You know. I'm down. Channeling it in another place. Okay. Might I took a help. boxing class like just so I could hit a punch. Really? How was that? Did? It's good. It's good to go in and just... You took hit. one class? No, I've taken once a week. I go in and beat the crap out of this bag. Really? Are you yeah. getting trained or do you just no, go no, hit a like bag? No, it's like a class. Just a bunch of bags. And you just go in there and get some gloves on and start whacking this. It's like an hour-long class. And the guy's like, teaches you some combos. It's like an aerobics class. But you hit <laughs> It's a robot. I wish this was a video jab, right now. Jab, cross, cross, yeah. uppercut. Yeah. Jab. Body blow. Body jab. blow. Yeah. He cut me. Yeah. <laughs> going in. <laughs> so I've been doing that. Wow. Just to calm your anger down. That's really, that's great though. I mean, that's, a, yeah. that seems like a healthy catharsis. Yeah. It's easy to be angry in this time of anger. It is. There's a lot of fucking <laughs> anger out there, Chris. Matt. It's so easy to hate. It, it takes strength to be. I know. It does. Welcome. Serenity okay. is, uh, uh, it's more difficult to find than ever. I, I think so. Um, and I wonder if you're if you're side one, if you're a Trump supporter, if you feel the same way, if you're angry too, or if you feel good, or if you're looking at things like God, that's are you still angry at the left, or are you just done? They're like, still angry at. But do you think like when Obama won? I don't know if I paid that much attention after he won. I was like, no, maybe I did, but I wasn't worried. I wasn't every. No, no, you, nobody's worried. Yeah, we weren't really. Like, no, bad shit was going to happen. I, I didn't pay nearly as much attention then. But I was like, like, I'm sure they're making good decisions. Over time, it became worrying the degree to which like the right wing propaganda machine demonized him and you know those that and and the others. You know, yeah. they sort of. And continue to. And continue to. But, I mean, it was certainly troubling when you have a president that, by many accounts, is shaping up to be one of the best presidents ever. Yeah. Um, certainly most consequential. And, you know. But I wonder if we... You know how they say you are powerless over, and then you put in whatever you're powerless over, like your girlfriend. <laughs> you got to put yeah. into the first step. Put Chicks, am I right? Chicks, Chicks ladies. Ladies. <laughs> But that's the first, that's the second that you put it there after uh, alcohol, yeah. right? But now it's going to be the president. Yeah. I'm yeah. powerless over this man. Yeah. yeah. And he's making my life unmanageable. Right. I'm going to turn my will in my life and how I feel about him over to the care of my higher power. I'm just going to work the 12 steps with Donald Trump in mind. You think that'll... It's just the danger's different, you know? Yeah. I, you can't I was just stop the, caring. No, yeah. I know. Apathy is not... I that agree. doesn't help, but I also... I try to limit my emotional investment because so many I, to so many people, I think politics are just sports. Yeah. And did your team win mm-hmm. or did your te- team lose? And when right. your team wins, you feel good about it, but you really understand how it's going to impact your life on a day to day basis. Right. You know? Yeah. But so, then like, like, oh, we're going to start using coal and fire up all the old plants. It's like, <laughs> what? No, Th- no, that just doesn't not. make sense. But it just seems yeah. like you're rubbing our nose in it. And like, you know, you score a touchdown, then you go back and talk shit, and then teabag, teabag, and yep. it's like you want you won the game. <laughs> now do you have to like mess up the planet? Like, come on, right? Yeah, right. yeah, that's bullshit. So, okay. in regards to what he's gonna do for our kind, yeah, for our people, uh, not, you're not holding your breath. No, I mean, I don't think anybody should, okay. and I don't think you know that's what was getting under my skin a little bit the, the other day is the way. Um, You know, facing addiction was talking about and to Trump and his surrogates as if they're going to do something. They were sort of it was obsequious to, to my yeah. 
sensitive, you know, (laughs) easy to resent, quick to resentment um, self. But uh, (laughs) I I just, I don't think you can just like go hat in hand and like, yeah. And and hope for the best and tuck your tail between your legs with these guys on any t- topic. And it's interesting. I, I haven't watched it yet, but um, I'm going to get a name wrong. Uh, Matt Mendoza of Addiction Unscripted, he ended up going to, I don't know if they were in D.C. or where, where's CN, oh, CNN's? That's Atlanta, right? I think they must have been. Uh, they were in D.C. But he went with the um, like CEO of a rehab he's working with okay. who had voted Trump oh, and has okay. since changed his perspective yeah. on how good Trump will be for the recovery community yeah. wrote a, an op-ed for HuffPost that went viral um, to that effect and then ended up on CNN talking about it and I still have yet to watch the CNN piece but um, oh. and I'm drawing a blank on the guy's name I'm sorry Matt um, but uh so, yeah. you know, I think a lot of people are having buyer's remorse, even those that voted for him, and certainly in the recovery community. It's, that's, that is reassuring, because I think for a long time the thought was he, it, that, that the president's base, the current president's base, mm. didn't care. Right. You know, like, you could have buyer's remorse if you didn't understand what, right. you know, I don't know. Well, I think people are relying too heavily on the fact that Fred passed away from alcoholism related whatever fred yeah. trump oh right and that somehow this would make his son more sensitive well his no brother. his brother oh his brother yeah nobody talks about fred nobody does nobody talk about talks fred. about fred. Yeah. well um, the good, I, it's funny looking back at bill wilson who kept aa out of all that shit smart yeah right smart. politics well, yeah yeah just kept well didn't yeah they go when did they go testify on? Like the whole group of them went. And they like they they had a, a Congress, or was it Congress? Or uh, they all went to D.C. and they all there's a whole bunch of them. There was like some celebrities and and maybe after that experience is when they I wrote the traditions not to be political. <laughs> well, <laughs> we saw it in the history. When we, we were totally to, we apologize. Yeah, we, but it, it sounded good. <laughs> it was but, a good idea. Well, and we've talked a little bit before about the. Yeah. The, the thought that in order to actually affect policy, you need to appeal to whatever governing, yeah. whoever's in power, yeah. it's best to use them to yeah. your advantage in order to yeah. affect policy. But I don't know. So it's interesting. Like uh, the addiction people who you were just saying, Chris, yeah. that have to tiptoe around politicians to get money to fund these things versus Alcoholics Anonymous, which is a self governing self-sustaining self-run program that has been around for 50 years and has been above any kind of politics and is still effective it's it's interesting that once you try to get money from the government to help in any way you all of a sudden have to do things like that that you're like oh you know that's wrong yeah you know that's wrong yeah that's well you know what's insane is speaking of getting money for and how the government spends money it's he is convinced that building the border wall is part of a prevention plan. Oh, wow. He's convinced that building the border wall will stop drugs from flooding across the border into our country. Interesting. That somehow you 
drop it's, a wall. It's good physics. And all, is, is it, it's like know. almost literally, I think you see, you know, the it's flow like of drugs. It's Kunk. a condom. <laughs> it is. I get it. On the other side. Yeah, the addicts will crawl over there. Be way too high to throw drugs over. <laughs> Unless, you know, I mean. And well, and what I read is somebody said hilarious. It's not hilarious. They said, you idiot, over 40% of the drugs that come into the U.S. from south of the border come by air. Ah. So at best, you're stopping around 60%. Space wall, Chris. (laughs) Two words. I know. What's it? But the rest come in dome. Yeah, well, they, yeah, they just dome. sneak it over in cars. I mean, the and drones. That black tar heroin is like the sticky substance you can put in yeah. anything. And the pharmaceutical yeah. industry. I mean, yeah. that's legitimized. You know, we've talked mm. about the 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 arc of the opioid. The they, yeah, the prevailing right. narrative in the opioid epidemic right now. Yeah, it's it's become like an old chestnut. It's the same as yeah. the the alcohol story you hear in an AA meeting. Yeah, so I I hurt my back. Yeah. Or, and I started taking pain pills. Yep. And then I got addicted. And then I do anything to get the pills. And then it was just easier and less expensive to do heroin. And I started, I said, I'd never shoot up. I'll never use a needle. Yeah. And then I was a junkie. That's it. So you have to put a um, wall around Purdue Pharma. Yeah. I I read something just yesterday (laughs) or the day before. I think four out of five people, new heroin users now, started with prescription opioids yeah that's the story so it's like yeah you have to put a wall yeah yeah so when purdue pharma decided that no one should be in pain yeah they didn't really think that through no you know they didn't really think that through and they knew how addictive morphine they did they thought it through of course yeah Yeah. i'm being i'm being specious oh yes they did think that through but, yeah. but just like the old tobacco guys, right. thought it not addictive. It's good right. for you. Hey, Joe DiMaggio smokes a pack for every game. <laughs> I, I, uh, I, you know, and and the idea of morphine addiction is is it is you know, I mean, laudanum at the turn of right. the century, and it's yeah, it's, it's all that's around up. for a long, long time. Yeah, it has been around forever and uh, yeah opium from the yeah centuries yeah opium opium dens and yeah oh, now yeah. it's synthetic and it's refined and yeah yeah so yeah good luck with all that, yeah. that wall business to stop well and so there and there you go so you think this years. tremendous to borrow one of his favorite words w- amount of money <laughs> we just say he and his now i love it we yeah. don't even need to but tremendous amount of money being wasted yeah like an unfathomable amount. Of, it's a, it's a, it's a disgusting amount of waste. Yeah. The amount of money that's going to be spent should this thing really happen. Yeah, that could be, you know, appropriated directly to services and yeah. programs that actually could help to prevent. Yeah. Do you remember? Uh, have you ever been to Hadrian's Wall in the north of England? I, I uh, Do you know have what not. It is? The Romans right. got up there and they're like, "Fucking Scots, we're not even going to mess with them. We're just going to put a wall up here <clears throat> and then hope they don't come down." And that was their idea. So there's this giant wall across the north of England, and they built it according to Roman standards. So it's very well done. It's still the vibe. And every mile or so, there's a tower, and it's you know beautiful wall, but it didn't work. <laughs> right. The Scots still came down, and somehow. I, I have a spoiler feeling. alert. Spoiler alert. The wall, yeah, not, <laughs> not going to work. Right. Um, 
So we've been down this road. Yeah. Trying to keep people out. And it never works. That's so <laughs> it funny. It doesn't seem to be... Uh, there's not a lot of permanence to that, you know? No. Yeah. Um, so Matt is marrying his sister next week. He was telling me this tonight. I am marrying my sister, everyone. Yeah. Uh, not- no. I'm, I'm officiating... <laughs> My sister's wedding. wedding. Really? Yes. Yeah. So I officiated my my brother's wedding five years ago. And when I did it, I was not in the best of health. Hmm. I was uh I was on drugs. Wow. Yeah. And uh it was my marriage was really bad at the time. Yeah. And was she there? She ex- was there. The I mean it was okay. my entire yeah. family was there. Okay. And, and this I, is your brother. It's my brother. Um and I'm the eldest of four, yeah. you know. And I, I just had I still have a tremendous amount of guilt about yeah. how it all came off. Sure. And to a lot of people there, I'm sure that they didn't, you know. Right. They're just like, oh, Matt, yeah. he's just being funny. Yeah, but man, I was just holding it together with uh, hmm. just yeah, barely. spit and gum yeah, at yeah, that yeah. point, you know. Uh-huh. And uh, and so my sister, I first of all, I was so flattered that she offered me the hmm. opportunity to do it. Yeah. And then, but then it was like, Oh, I got to do it really, really mm. well to make up for before and to, you know, to just because now that I'm well, mm. oh man, I got to bring it, you know? Mm-hmm. So, anyway, <laughs> the moral of the story is going to crush uh, this wedding. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm going to do it like, man, this is going to be a Super Bowl of weddings. But I, uh, I, for weeks. Is it like the Chicago Bulls opening? Is that how you're going to bring him in? It is. You are so and fucking now, married. From North Carolina. <laughs> um, <laughs> Uh, I and mean, you know what? My sister yeah. listens to our podcast okay. all the oh. time, and she's not in recovery. Yeah, hey, Lachaim. Yeah, well, it's a mitzvah. She lives in Brooklyn, and she's a teacher, That's and she's delightful. And uh, so, what's up? But nobody here is Jewish, by the way. I just nope. Love. <laughs> um, so anyway, exciting. yeah. But I, but I was really tense about uh, writing the whole ceremony because you know I really wanted to make it exceptional. Yeah, I can't imagine. Yeah. But. Send it off today, and she loves it. So it's going to be lovely. But you know, it's nice when you get another opportunity to do right. something. Well, that's what I was going to say. Um, like yeah, that's a do-over. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, and that's because you are a or an ordained something. Is it ordained? Uh, nineteen ninety-nine. What's ordained? Uh, ordained. Yeah. It was twenty dollars, Chris. You. Less than twenty dollars. Oh, um, you're not ordained. No, I got a certificate from uh, the Church <laughs> of the New Sun, I believe. And uh, yeah, I, I did like a 30-question click-through thing. I didn't even have to watch a video. Wow. And, uh, yeah. But, and you so know, it makes you, allows you to legally marry people. Like a captain yeah. of a ship or a guy who did. I can marry you guys good. right now. Wow. <laughs> yeah, no problem. If you want your dogs, Jeff, let's Jeff do and it. looked at each other. We actually thought about it We're for like, a second. Did, <laughs> like, do that? Should we get wow. married? It got really <laughs> hot in here for a split second. But yeah, you know. Is it legally binding? We'll find out. No, I, I, you know, but. All so, right. Well, I'm excited. It's, That's nice. Cool. it's nice to be but able to, it, exactly. to feel, you know. Yeah. And it's nice to know that this isn't about me in yeah. any way, shape, or form, you know? Yeah. yeah. And, did your whole uh, family know the last time you did it that you were fucked up and now they know you're not? I don't know. I, okay. I don't know how they couldn't know. Right. Um, it was clear that something was going on. Sometimes you, know? you don't want to ask, right? Because yeah. you, but you don't want to know what. Yeah, what they yeah, thought, what the others saw. Yeah, and you know when I finally came clean with everybody, and and you always think that you're pulling something off and you're not. But right. I was such an open book. Yeah, yeah. That yeah. I felt like you know, I don't know. 
I still, I'm still like a chronic oversharer. <laughs> right. You know? Yeah. That's good. Yeah. I yeah. think that's good. I think, were, were you an overshare? You weren't when you were using. No. You were a, no, I was a totally closed book. There totally. were people I worked with that didn't even know I had a family for years. Wow. But you were. You had everything hidden. Yeah. Now, like, I actually, last week, uh, I don't know if it was, yeah, St. Patrick's Day. Yeah. My company was having, like, everybody was drinking kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I came out just to get a handful of snacks from the party. Yeah, yeah. Go back and out. And I made a comment in front of, like, 40 people. That um, I said, you know, something to the effect of, I'm pale, I'm Irish, I'm a writer, and I'm an alcoholic. Can you believe it? And our receptionist <laughs> was like, you're being too hard on yourself. And I was like, no, I am. I really am an alcoholic. All right. Have a good day, everybody. And, you know, yeah, I don't know. So once I started sharing yeah. with my family, I went all the way. That's good. All the way. But I don't even know how fucked up I was at that time because through the lens of memory like i just know it was rough it, okay so two things on that oversharing or sharing everything with people i think yeah. when you're like us that's not a yeah. bad strategy right did not kill secrets so. in or not i think we're all open books it seems in social media our lives are kind of out there anyway and i think it's okay like i think it makes you more vulnerable and human just to kind of like your coworkers. but and i'm not talking with your closest people too but like Co-workers. Right. You know, you wouldn't used to share I have a uh, drinking problem or I'm in recovery as much as I think you would now. Yeah. Like, it's much easier and more accepted and to be oh, that oh, way, yeah. right? I think it, from a societal standpoint, yeah. now more than ever, you can get it out there and it's yeah. probably easier. But um, And there's a difference between oversharing and being on... Cringy, or yeah, I mean, <laughs> like, well, I don't want to make anybody uncomfortable, you know. Yeah, totally. I mean, the like, oversharing might be like sharing some sordid, I don't know what tale from the active years, right? That's unnecessary. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. right. Like, Just, right. <laughs> like in an interview, I'm not like, so you ever smoke crack? Yeah, right. I have. You ever shit your pants? <laughs> I have. That's what makes me the writer I am today. Let's answer at the same time. One, two, three. Yeah. Oh, you said you haven't. <laughs> Crack gets you super high. Oh, it's really messed up. <laughs> Matt smoked crack the wrong way. His I entire did. smoke it the wrong way. Yes. We were talking at dinner, Jeff and I, and uh, he was talking about smoking crack. And so, you know, my first go around in recovery, I'd gotten to the point where my dealer didn't, my street dealer, didn't have any coke. Mm. And he's like, I got rocks. Mm. I'm like, well, then let's do that, you mm-hmm. know? And I didn't know you were supposed to do it a certain way. Mm. So when I got to treatment with, a lot of crackheads, hmm. they're like, what do you mean you just put it in a pipe? Hmm. Yeah, I just smoked it like pot. Hmm. They're like, dude, you wasted so much crack. But I didn't know. Yeah, so you, not to educate people who don't know, no. but you're supposed to put it in a glass pipe. Apparently. Yeah, you're really high. A real hot flame or something. Yeah. I, I was just that. like, kitchen matches. <laughs> yeah. You know? I'm sure I wasted a ton then, because I only, I almost always exclusively smoked it in a homemade tin can yeah with the cigarette ash oh, filter yeah. 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 yeah 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 but you know what like it's yeah, a, i don't know it's probably best that i did it wrong but yeah it was it's it was humorous to me mm. yeah when you know crack users were like you can't even say you smoke crack <laughs> so yeah i don't know it's interesting 
But it's funny. I think there's a twinge of you mean I could have gotten higher. Well, yeah, yeah like, a little like buyer's that's, remorse. That's kind of what I got. Wait, what? Like, what? Yeah. You mean I could have gotten higher? What the fuck? Yeah, that's not cool. I thought I was. God, I could have crashed much harder. <laughs> it's like the yeah, we were talking about this too. It's like the heroin brand that kills people. All of a sudden, that's the brand everybody wants. Right, right. which is so crazy. It is crazy. Oh. <laughs> I, you know, there's a, there's like a on the oversharing angle, there's a black humor hmm. in, in what, what we, you know, what we do, the lives we've led, <laughs> yeah, and sure. what got us here. And, Excuse me. and I have to, I'll, I'll to comedic effect or, mm-hmm. you know, I don't want to make anybody uncomfortable ever, but oh, I, no. I will, but I will. <laughs> no, I'll, I'll say things that might seem a little jarring. Sure. Um, yeah. Because people who know me and are with me on a regular basis know that I'm, you know, pretty reliable. Exactly. Like, yeah. I'm not that guy. No, right. Um, and I think so. that gives, yeah, everybody doesn't know us that's out there listening. There are thousands of listeners. Um, and, you know, definitely in the early days, I really was freaked out about that. I didn't want to say anything that anybody could construe as. You know, well, they said it on the Since Right Now podcast, mm-hmm. and that's why I'm, you know, right. yeah. that somehow we caused that's a why I had relapse. 10 years, and now I'm like, yeah, day and one. then I was like, you mean right. I smoked crack wrong? Yeah, <laughs> I'm calling my dealer, and right that now. is kind of how it works. I mean, yeah, you but, do learn from yeah. media sometimes, yeah, true. Um, but anybody that realizes they smoke crack wrong, don't go try it, the don't right go way. try yeah. it, yeah. they're that much better. There um, is no right way, but. You That's know, probably the funny it's part. Interesting, like, because I'm so comfortable in my re- re- recovery and sobriety. Not necessarily, if, not from a mental perspective, mm-hmm. but like, I, I'm pretty sure nothing's going to go down, but, you know, knock on wood, blah, mm-hmm. blah, all that. Yeah. But I'm just very comfortable that I'm not going to use anything. And uh, did I tell you guys this? I went a couple weeks ago and I was at a local restaurant. And they, it's weird how many places now have um, kombucha. No, m- mocktail. Mocktail. Oh. Mocktail oh, menus. Yeah. Like uh, Pi has a mocktail menu yeah. and a retreat. I don't know if you guys the have been gastropub? to retreat. Yeah. 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 It has, a, has a mocktail menu. They have a couple. I've had, yeah. So, right. So I've had stuff. a couple at retreat. Yeah, they're and, pretty uh, fancy. Well, did you have the. Oh, God. I had like a really. The cold fashion? No, I did not have that. Okay. And here's why. Oh, is that the coffee knows. one, though? Yeah. Yeah, I did have that. Yeah. Okay, well, here's what's interesting. So, in my active years, yeah. occasionally I would have something crafted. Oh. I thought we had a new outro. Like, like wow, wow, the gong. <laughs> <laughs> it's the mood. <laughs> um, so... I occasionally had a crafted drink or something, you know, your old man would have. Mm. But I... So, bitters weren't really on my radar. And I thought literally all they were was what their name implied, just something to bitter up a drink. I didn't realize they're like 45% alcohol. Oh, really? Wait, what? Bitters. I didn't know that. So, wait, wait, what? <laughs> so, here's what's interesting. So, the cold fashioned, I'm like, oh, it looks like a great mocktail. I'm going to have that. Which is, it was espresso bitters and a little twist of orange. That's <laughs> like a little, you know, rind. And I'm like, oh, this is awesome because it felt... It felt like something you could be, you know, sipping in a study with a stogie and you know, leather-bound books and all that kind of thing. I'm like, <laughs> Rich wow! Body. I felt that day. That day, yeah. I felt like a man. Wow! And so, 
I get home and there was a creeping suspicion I had when I was there, kind yeah, of. Not, yeah. not while I was drinking it. Actually, no, it was on the way home, I think. I'm like, I wonder what bitters are. Oh, and no. I'm like, I wonder if Why are you telling me this? So yeah. I, I get home and I'm like, I'm like, I wonder if Hall has bitters. And so I look in yeah. her cocktail cover and sure yeah. enough, she has them. I'm like, what? Oh, wow. 44.7% alcohol. Here's the thing. Yeah. It's a splash in any drink, sure. even an alcoholic drink. Yeah. Oh, it's just but a I'm thinking touch, right? the whole time I'm drinking it, I don't feel yeah. remotely anything. Yeah, yeah. You, you don't know, taste I, it. I didn't stumble out of the restaurant. <laughs> right, right. No, I tasted it. Yeah. I mean, it's bitter. Yeah, <laughs> but you didn't but, taste the alcohol. Oh, didn't no, also, no, like, no. connect to, like, no, oh, no. shit, there's no. alcohol. Yeah. No, because it's also an espresso, and it's got an orange twist, yeah, yeah. twist, and, uh, and, um... I thought when I had my 11th one, I was like, <laughs> that's something's a shot. different. <laughs> yeah. So, but, oh, that's bad. I mean... But that's bad. I'm if, a little no. bit like if you're running a mocktail menu, fuck. right? Yeah, I only. Think it's well, here, here, I'm not no, no, sure. Behind. I yeah, but, I'm with you because it's like I I kind of equate it to it's like vanilla in a cookie. Sure, you know, and Just a teeny um, teeny bit. And the other thing is, it, it's yeah. You know, I'm I'm a big proponent in all things of intent, context. And perception. Okay. So the intent wasn't to get intent, me fucked up. Intent, yeah. Text and perception. Well, you know what I mean. It's like what, what, ICP? what is something? I like ICP. This. Yeah, you know me. <laughs> um, but you know what I mean. Wow. What's the intent of the thing? Yeah. Right. How is it being used? Yeah, yeah. And how was it being perceived? Right. Mm-hmm. So it's like I didn't have it intending to get fucked up. Right. I don't know. You know, the, the context was not like. In a, in a get fucked up context, you know, right, as right. I was sitting there at lunch with my family, and I didn't remotely feel like I like I had out had had alcohol. Yeah, right. I didn't think there was alcohol. I didn't feel like I had had alcohol. So in effect, it's a tree falling in a forest, and nobody's there to hear it. Right. Right. It's like it home. happened. Yeah. It's a trace. You know, to your point, it's trace. I so, wish I would have known, but I'm crazy. You know, I yeah. mean, like. Like I was telling you, I don't even want to take Dayquil because I it'll, feel like it, well, it's it's got something in there to keep you awake, you know. Yeah. Like I don't want to feel anything, but I would have just liked to. I never thought about it. Yeah, and neither um, did I. I didn't. I didn't remotely until I I got home. You know, I drove home. Mm-hmm. I wasn't like weaving all over the road, <laughs> and it's like it's close. And I wasn't like oh, I gotta have another one of those like now. I right. was like someday. It'd be nice to make one of those, or yeah. have another one somewhere, or okay. I'm going to have another one when I go back to retreat. Yeah. But so I started thinking about that, and I actually, I in the newsletter I sent out a little, I wrote about it, mm-hmm. and and I said, you know, what do you think? Did I relapse? Was it no big deal or whatever? And all it took was one person to say, yes, you relapsed with an exclamation mark. Wow. And I'm like, wow, somebody would have me. And and I asked, and so who knows? You know, it's it's, it's not about, it's not a. Um, I don't feel I don't feel remotely like I relapsed. Okay, right, not remotely. Yeah, and um, but but that sort of shook me a little bit, like that somebody's out there that thinks yeah. I should throw away almost twenty years of sobriety and start counting days. Yeah, um, because I. Had a touch of alcohol. Well, yeah, it's interesting. But fuck that, though. I mean, yeah, yeah but uh, but but that I didn't intend to have alcohol. Right. 
the ICP I didn't wasn't. Per, right, right, yeah. There was no alcohol involved at all. Yeah, I yeah. didn't perceive myself as having alcohol. And so effectively, I didn't have any alcohol. Right. You know? Um, there are trace amounts in non-alcoholic beer. Excellent. As well, right? Absolutely. Not in the yeah. new Hellraiser non-alcoholic beer. That I'm someday. Someday. But well, look, we can get to that. <laughs> Plug. Let's talk about that in a minute. But but so so then I, 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 I crafted a Twitter. <laughs> Segway. Segway number two, Let me, I do want to segue to that. But then I crafted a Twitter poll. Yeah. And it just I'm like, I wanted a, a greater number of people to weigh in to see where a greater sampling shook out. Something yeah. like out of 40 for the most part, I think like 2%. Um, said that you relapsed. Said that I relapsed. Oh, so you did a poll. Yeah. So like what's 38 out of 40? 40. Like eight? Yeah. No. No. Wait, 38 out of 40? No, 2% of like 40 people. So that's 1.2. Yeah. That's like, yeah, right, right, right. Okay. Um, it's like 1.2 person. 1.2 people. Like, was that like eight? Like a really tall person. <laughs> right. So, <laughs> and then, but then I, I, I muddied the water. I'm like, what if I have it again? Ooh. Now there's intent. Yeah. Now there's intent or or knowledge of. or knowledge. It's not mm-hmm. intent to get drunk. Yeah, right. It's knowledge that, that that there's alcohol in there. Yeah, that didn't. Mm-hmm. I had zero perception that it was there. Yeah, zero. Yeah, um, and and that gets crazy. You know, that gets a little confusing. Yeah. And I don't know. I don't know what the answer well, is I'm, for myself. I'm not going to. I'm not until I really think it through. From you know, intellectualize mm-hmm. it, over intellectualize it. But see, this mental obsession, this conversation is why I totally get even that trace amount of alcohol can still fuck with you. Yeah. So you think this meant, I just wanted right? something nice. No. I just wanted something nice. But I, I just wanted to feel special and pretty for a minute. Is that <laughs> wrong? <laughs> it's, but it's intent, absolutely. Yeah. And I don't so think don't do for it. a second. No, no, I don't think for a second it's a relapse personally, but... It's like non-alcoholic beer, which yeah, does right. have trace amounts of alcohol. Yeah. If you're drinking it to try as a facsimile for beer, if you're using it in the same way you used to drink beer, yeah. if you're going to drink 12 Pound NAs yeah. right. and take your shirt off, yeah. th- then you're, you didn't drink a mocktail as a stand-in for a cocktail at that moment. You drank it because you wanted a little special Absolutely. thing. You know, I had one over a lunch meeting. I was there for a work function. Right. Yeah. And I thought... Hey, a coffee thing. I'm in. Oh, you uh, had a cold. I did. I had a cold fashion. fashion. I did. Oh, okay. That's why I'm, I'm like, what? Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I did. And, uh, and you know, and I didn't know. And I didn't know until right now yeah. that bitters had alcohol in it. Yeah. But, um, but it's probably every bitters has different kinds of alcohol, too. And every bitters is different because they make all kinds of them. So depending on what they put in there, it might not have alcohol in it. But I think it's, it's just like different. Well, then I, so I did a little research. So okay. But there are minimum amounts of alcohol. In, in every bitters. In bitters. Okay. And like in vanilla, yeah. vanilla extract is minimum 35%. Shit. To be vanilla extract. Uh, shit. And I didn't so like know that. bitters, That's I think. Is, I knew it had alcohol. I think bitters is like minimum 40% or something like that. Wow. So, and like the one we have in our cupboard, and I'm pretty sure they're all pretty much standardized. Yeah. Like the one we have here at home that Holly has is 44.7, which. You know, if you and it's a tiny little bottle. Was right? that that bottle I had before I walked in here? Yeah, <laughs> I saw. It. Give me the bitters. But, you know, didn't you ever see the episode of Family Ties where With their Alex uncle Keaton? No, gets, their no. uncle Tom Hanks was staying with them. Oh, yeah, right. and he drank their vanilla extract because yeah. he was an alcoholic. He was Tom Hanks. Yeah, I've I know never at the Keaton house seen that episode, yeah. not the one where Alec goes on speed. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I was never. Wow. 
Tom never, Hanks was the guest star. That's I never I was. So. I, might be making that up. I was dig Absolutely. around for like whatever I could drink, but within what was meant to be an alcoholic. Yeah. Drink. I you never know what I mean? Like, quote, never did. No. I drink the, like, the last yeah. of the Cooking vodka in the vodka bottle. Yeah. I'd drink a sure. bottle of wine after totally. that. If that was in the fridge, I would totally. drink the last beer. But I wouldn't go find the vanilla. No. 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 Or I the, mean, I would yeah. stand, you know, my last day of drinking, I stood in front of the store until it opened at 6 a.m. <laughs> to buy alcohol, you know? Yeah. Um, but yeah, I wouldn't. I never went there. But it's not a rare thing. No. Yeah. And people just like eat shoe polish or something. <laughs> so when no. they're like, and like I would fun. never like, I, I just wouldn't be not to. I get it. I mean, I get it. Yeah. But I'm like the thing where they're like eating hand sanitizer now. Oh yeah. Like Ooh. they had to take the hand sanitizer out of the recovery house that I lived no in. Oh shit. Yeah. Because guys alcohol. would just go in there and take a few pumps, you know, and lick it. No, no they the like foam, it's one yeah. of those the foam where you pump it. It's <laughs> like take it right out of the spigot. <laughs> but and I'm not in any way passing judgment because God knows. Yeah, you know, when we you, all know. Yeah, but I just yeah, that's cool. That would, I could would not be in my sure. <laughs> in my repertoire. I couldn't do that. Okay, um, well, that's a good. That's a good interesting thing. I like I like mocktails. I don't think I would stop drinking mocktails. I've never, I've drank non-alcoholic beers and mocktails lots. Yeah, it's never been a problem personally, and it's never taken up a load of my headspace. I think, but Chris's but I get ICP it. is right. Totally, that's that's the determining factor. Is yeah. What are you trying to? What's it doing for you? Yeah, exactly. Why are you choosing to go there? You know. Yeah, but I would not fault anyone like if it's in any way going to take up any headspace. No, it's not worth it. No. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's interesting. Yeah, um, but I like I like the fact that mocktails and non-alcoholic beer. I like the fact that this is what people are drinking more of. I like that they're more readily available, and you know, it's. I think it is ultimately a societal positive. When you know, I was thinking about this. It's like you've drank two beers, and you just you still want to stay, but you don't want that last beer, and that's mm-hmm. the one that always you can't drive or whatever. Or, you know, whatever that is, it's. Have a non-alcoholic beer. Have mm-hmm. a mocktail. Right. Like I just think there's overall it's such a foreign concept to me. It, I know for the, alcohol, to choose not to drink more alcohol. I yeah. know. never understood that. I know, right. but I would say with all those things, true. The not not the mocktails, the NA beer. Yeah, for anyone out there, because I'm just seeing some Ronnie's uh, type some things in chats. If you think there's the potential for it to be a gateway or a stepping stone, yes. Then just don't mess with don't it. Don't mess with yeah. it. Yeah. Because. Totally. Um, I don't drink non-alcoholic beer. You don't? Yes. No. Just because yeah. I don't. Yeah, why? You know what? Yeah. I I don't need that, you yeah. know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm and, not dancing with the devil or anything. I just don't like the way it tastes, you know? Yeah, yeah. Like I've lost that. But I think it's a great thing to make available. Yeah. For me, I don't think I'd be sober today if I hadn't had non-alcoholic beer mm-hmm. in the yeah. early days. Yeah. Um, I, I just, within, I think I've told a story many times, like within like right. the first week, I'm like, if I don't drink NA beer, if I don't yeah. try it, which I don't think I'd ever had an NA beer because right. I didn't even understand what it was before. <laughs> right. Yeah. And like, if I don't try it, I'm not going to make it. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, it got me through, you know, maybe the first year or more mm-hmm. and gradually it's tapered off where I don't even, I used to have to have, not have, yeah, maybe have to, have That's to have it in the house just you know mm-hmm. i guess as a what's the word a stopgap yeah um before i had 
I guess fully addressed the compulsion. Yeah. And but now it's like I don't even think about any beer unless I'm like out sometimes at a nice dinner or something. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. And sometimes it goes, you know, goes well with hop- chili. Goes <laughs> well with chili. Yeah. Uh, or that is you so know. true. <laughs> Mexican. Um, but yeah, I mean, <laughs> it does right? Tex-Mex, Tex-Mex, and you're and you're uh, Texican. There you go. But you get That's tired of having like Coke and totally. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I know. I think, man, I totally, totally understand it. And uh, you ever I, had the road to Amalfi at pie? No. Is that a good? Is that a mocktail? It's a mocktail. Okay. It's mm. it's like a it's like muddled. You know, yeah. Yeah. you feel like I like a good muddling. I've had a shitty. I've had shitty mocktails too. Like as you've had shitty cocktails, like oh, that's oh yeah, crap. I like Virgin. Uh, what's the one where they put the the mints? Yeah, it's uh, like that kind of uh, mint. Mojito. Crush it. Yeah, mojito. Uh, yeah, a Virgin yeah. mojito. Yes, I've never. Yeah, that's had muddled. That. I like that. that is yes, muddled. muddled. Uh, it's the. Uh, it's kind of sugary, lemony. Yeah, but you can't have yeah. those all night. Like you no, can't no. You have one. That's and what I liked about the NA drink. It's you know, it's a concession. Yeah. Like it's not there's not the there's not a lot of craft or care, right. you know? Yeah. That's what I like about Curious Elixirs. Okay. Yeah. Oh yeah. Shout out. Still not a sponsor. Yeah. Um they should be a sponsor. Because that has some complexity that's interesting and you know. Mm-hmm. And, we did uh, enjoy that. Yeah, I like yeah. that stuff. Yeah. Yeah, right. but anyway. So that was that was my my dilemma. This past week, I'm glad I'm you still, threw that out to the people. Dilemma. Still it's going around um, uh, about it. Um, I haven't had another. One. I haven't made one. I thought you know this would be something cool I could make at home. Yeah, so I drink a shitload of coffee because mm-hmm. it's coffee bitters and uh, a little twist of orange. a twist. You know, just like a little, just, a little rind, you know, and you give it a little. Is it a little, espresso? It is. It is, but okay, you know, I can just make a strong cup of coffee. And and, and I mean the bitters, it it was negligible. Yeah, you know. Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't think I think I will have another to. one. You don't now no, that you know. You know yeah. what? I don't. I just don't want to. I, I don't know. I don't want to. I don't want to go through That's that good to mental know. gymnastics. You right. know? Yeah. Like I don't want to have to ask those worry kind about of questions. Yeah. It's yeah. best right. to me to just try to keep it black and white. Yeah. I don't think there's. I don't think it constitutes a relapse. I don't think it. You know? Right. Mm-hmm. Well, that's interesting. I'm glad you have that perspective on it too. Um, but I wouldn't be like, keep that away from me. You know, I, it's just one of those things. <laughs> um, I remember my I first sponsor, because we went out like night three in <laughs> Daytona Beach to a bar with John, my first sponsor. And he's like, yeah, let's have some non-alcoholic beers. I'm like, what? You can drink non-alcoholic beers? Mm. He's like, I did not get into recovery because I drank non-alcoholic beer. Let yeah. me ask you this. Oh, that's pretty good. Would You, you wouldn't now have a cold fashion. Yeah, I would. You would? Yeah. Okay. It wouldn't bother me at all. Because mm. I okay. think it's a touch of bitters and yeah, whatever. By a, the time you dilute it all, it's probably... Mm-hmm. It, it's, it's like probably cooking. next to nothing. Mm. It you know, me. honestly, if we're all sitting there, I, I mean, and you guys <laughs> no, are like, just get one. I no, would do see, it. I wouldn't but do that. I wouldn't. I would not uh, deliberately, knowing what I know now, I wouldn't deliberately yeah. go there. Knowing I what I know. Oh, you wouldn't go... Go no. to the restaurant? No, no, no. I, I'll oh. go to. I like retreat, <laughs> and but I won't get the cold fashion. Right? Yeah, yeah. Just because, man, you know, yeah. I, like I'm for the same reason that I don't take Nyquil. Right. Yeah. You know what's you interesting? Know, I see. I, that's the other thing with that because that came up too in this discussion on Twitter that I had started around it was, you know, things like 
cooking with wine. Like I still, I'll still cook something with wine, even though, okay. quite frankly, alcohol does not cook off like people think. Oh. Um, it, not, it doesn't it all cook in. off. <laughs> um, but uh, it doesn't cook off. Not to the extent people think. Different okay. things cook off at different rates. Yeah, depending on the heat you get it up to, and blah, you know this yeah, whole yeah. thing. Because yeah. I looked, I look into this because I sure I care. Am yeah. I relapsing? Yeah. Am I? <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. No. I'm, am I relapsing? Yeah. <laughs> um, That's a good question. But uh, and I don't know the specifics in, anymore. But I just know that I, it's I was comfortable enough with it that if there's something that calls for, you know, uh, half cup of wine in this big pot of beef stew I'm making, I'm going to do it and it's going to be okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, you know, uh, NyQuil, I, I was really sick the past couple of weeks and, uh, uh not for two weeks, whatever in, in, within the past couple of weeks, I was really sick. And, uh, and I took some NyQuil and I didn't even realize until I took it that all along we've had alcohol free NyQuil. Oh, <gasps> Wow! Damn! And uh, I'm like, did Holly buy that for me? And uh, and then my voice goes, no, I buy that. Um, and uh, yeah, so because there's no but, booze, and you're like, where the fuck's the booze? Yeah. Give me the booze in that woman. I want it loaded. Let and it. I please. smacked her around a little bit and sent her to the store. <laughs> um, but <laughs> that's a relapse. <laughs> that it is. There you go. It is. <laughs> but. You know, I don't. I wouldn't have thought twice about it. I'm like, I'm sick. I need something to sleep. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm gonna take Nyquil. Yeah. But I wouldn't worry about chugging the bottle. Yeah, making some lean, some <laughs> scissor. <laughs> you know. Yeah, yeah. I'm not. I'm not. Uh, I'm newer too. You know. You got almost twenty years. Your yeah, belt, no, I man. get it, I'm, and I'm, I'm not. A, I'm not saying that to you. I, I realize I'm kind of looking at you, going, no, no, no. "I wouldn't worry about no, it." No, man, just I fucking drink the night. Yeah, <laughs> we got some just, right now. You know what? Face your fears. Just pull up your panties. It, no, and you know, and I'm just, yeah, I try not to to think about it, but like I, I don't know. But I then, still have a, such a healthy. Irrational fear of something, and you should. You, know? you should. I because I I did. I mean, that's why I did things like do research on how alcohol cooks off in mm-hmm. food. You know, at different temperatures, and I used to know and whatever. Now I don't. But um, yeah, I think I've definitely found my comfort level, and uh, I certainly knock on wood again haven't found a you know a relapse level. Like I haven't found the thing in a long time that freaks me out like this is you know i better not mess with that i know where the boundaries are for me um and i and that's why i say irrational because yeah no it's rational i know well is it though yeah like i've i've had if it's self-preservation i think yeah i've had bad bouts of insomnia and anxiety and all this stuff and you know Mm -hmm. there are pharmacological solutions out there you know but I don't know. It's another podcast for another day. All right. Next Jack, week, you, you gave a nice segue, and then you just let it hang. Oh, yeah. Oh. Is that going to be a No, no, because we'll talk about it. All right. To no end. It ain't happening yet, but yeah, it's going to happen. It's going to happen to everyone, so what we'll get there. you don't know he was talking about yeah. is going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Um, next week. Next week. Is that Alice Wetterland? Okay. Good. Oh, is that yeah. what you're saying? Yeah, Alex, Alex, Alex. Wetterland next week. It's a big one. Huge. 
Well, you know, it's. I was thinking about, you know, I, I tend to book people that are recovery heroes, right? Mm-hmm. Not that Alice isn't, but, or, or recovery celebrities, I should say. Yeah. Um, or, you know, that's where they're they're known. Yeah. Um, not, not so much, I hate the word celebrity. Um, that they're big deals in the recovery circles. Sure. And it's occasionally we book people that are sort of also big deals outside of that circle. And in this case, I think, you know, Alice counts as yeah. a big deal outside oh, yeah. of our yeah. circle. Um, and uh, so we're excited about that. And uh, yeah, tune in next week. If you don't know who Alice is, look her up. I'm sh- but And you'll find out up. that you probably do know who she is. Yeah, well, and, and recovery um, probably won't be in where you find her. True. Like right. it's not a line item in her bio. True right. that. All right. Um, thanks, everybody. Thanks, all the listeners out there for listening. And I hope you've enjoyed it. And I'm going to play the outro. Bye.